Welcome on in to Empower Talks. This is the podcast where we talk about careers with people across the insurance industry. Today, I'm really excited to invite in Hanan Gaffney, who is an underwriting assistant for private clients at Brit, but also marketing and partnership representative for Deed Beads, a fantastic organisation that we're going to come on to later in this conversation. So welcome on in, Hanan. Hi, Sam. Thank you so much for, for having me today. Excellent. No, it's great to have you here. This is... um. There's a lot, a lot that we talk about when we have conversations, and there's often a theme that rides through it, a shared, shared topic of conversation for us. And that's all around attracting young people into the insurance industry, and particularly around diverse talents and different talent pools that maybe historically the insurance market hasn't had um, much traction with. So uh, we're really great to have you here today and hear about your own experience uh, finding your way into the insurance market, but also lots of the good work that you've been doing to help young people um, follow your path and come on into it. So do you want to maybe um, just first off, tell us a little bit about your uh, your story in terms of how you first discovered insurance and how you kind of came into your first role? Yeah, sure. So um, my journey began almost three years ago. Um, so I remember um, we had I was in sixth form and we had just um, seen a presentation by the brokerage, brokerage um, which is a social mobility program that helps young people. Um, and so they had told us about the different roles in the financial industry. Um, and so I applied to an internship in my first role, which was um, in the catastrophe modeling team. So I was only meant to be there for six weeks. Um, and I remember just being so excited working in the city, working in the cheese grater. Um, I, I genuinely couldn't believe that I was given this opportunity. Um, and it had come to the end of my six week program. And I really, really enjoyed um, my company. I enjoyed everyone um, that I interacted with. And I realized that I didn't want to go to university um, and that I wanted to pursue a career in the insurance industry. Um, so I began networking and meeting um, other people just to see what other sorts, I guess, what other roles are, are out there. Um, and so I, thankfully, I was, um, I had my contract extended for, for nine months within my first team. And during that time, I started looking at other areas, um, specifically underwriting, just because I thought that it suited my personality a bit more. Um and then I moved to my second role, which was a underwriting assistant in the inter- international property team. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a very difficult journey not having a degree, um, but I, I, I did it, um, you know, with perseverance and, and working hard and listening. And I think uh, definitely my curiosity helped me a lot. Um, and then I am now in my dream team, which is the private client team. I always knew that I wanted to be a part of this team, um, even when I first joined the company. Um, I just figured out how to kind of navigate myself again by asking questions, networking and helping out with projects. And um, yeah, it's been a very interesting journey. Three years later, I'm still here. Um, and I think there are so many um, other young people who are so talented and have the drive to to come into the insurance industry. It's it, it's sad that only, you know, 4% of millennials um, are interested in the industry. I think, you know, not many young people know about it. And I, I mean, I believe it is the responsibility of, of companies to go and promote, proactively promote the industry to young people. 
Um, but I also think that it's, you know, it's really important for young people to do their own research, um, to kind of go to we- uh, webinars, seminars, workshops and talk to people um, within the insurance industry. Excellent. Um, and it's great already. You've had so much exposure to different roles and being able to identify what you enjoy and, and find your way into that. If we go all the way back to that first um, talk that you had with the brokerage, Maybe if you were kind of the day before, what would have been your impression of insurance before they introduced you to it? Yes, I mean, I wasn't really expecting much. I think prior to working um, in the industry, I just thought of car insurance, house insurance, motor insurance. um, And that was it. I never realised how specialised insurance can be. And, you know, it's just so interesting, um, you know, seeing what specialised insurance companies insure. And so, yeah, I didn't really think much. And I think that's like a lot of young people. They don't know, they don't have much knowledge um, on what exactly we do. And, you know, I think, again, it's because of the exposure. And um, and that's why I think it's so important, again, for companies to really promote what they do. And I think because, you know, a lot of young people have this kind of like conception that insurance is boring um, and unfortunately we're not an alternative to STEM but I think the reality is we can be I just think there are so many things that you know within the industry um we can do and companies too it's just there are so many amazing things and there are so many different areas within the insurance sector as well I mean you have obviously underwriting and broken but then you have finance you have HR you have the legal team and so many other different areas and I think that there is a role for everyone yeah so so now even so I imagine lots of your friends are in their final year of uni from from when you finish yeah. um what conversations do you have about your career with them what are their thoughts on on how you describe insurance to them now yeah so um a lot of them are actually very I guess inspired and you know they have obviously have seen how far I've come and um a lot of them have regretted going to university they wish they had taken another route they wish they had you know done an internship instead or a apprenticeship um and don't get me wrong, uni is great and all, but, you know, there are other paths to, to succeed in life. And it's not just, you don't have to just go to university. I mean, yeah, like currently, um, I obviously haven't gone to university, but I'm also studying my CII qualifications right now, which will help me in the future, um, especially uh, with the knowledge aspect and learning on the job, which I think, in a sense, is more important um, than maybe going to university. I think, for me, you know, I think having qualities of of being hardworking, you know, putting in the time and effort, being curious, doing your own learning, asking lots of questions are much more important. Um, But yeah, I think university is great. I just think that, you know, when I, when I speak to my friends now who are looking for roles, it's very difficult for them because it's such a challenging market and, you know, everyone's competing with each other. And I think this is why it's so important to have some sort of experience, whether it's a one or two week placement within a company, but just having something on your CV will really, really help you um, do well. Yeah. And then when you, you mentioned this kind of experience and I think lots of people look for it, but it can be quite hard to, to find even where it's available. Um, so the market itself is has got lots of initiatives. I think now it's in a much better place than when I first joined. Um, and I think you notice even in the last few years, it's, it's in a better place at, at doing that kind of positioning and engaging young people, but also putting on events that are open to you know large numbers and, and anyone that's interested to be able to come in 
Um, I think maybe even now that we're online, we've got a lot more opportunity to, to deal with bigger numbers and geographical regions even. People who maybe don't just live on the outskirts of London can come uh, along to a one-hour webinar or, or an online insight date and find out a little bit more about it. So um, do you want to talk... Uh, let's start off talking about deed beads. So deed beads is... Um, uh, something you've been very involved in and uh, in fact it was you that first introduced me to it so uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about what what Deedbeads um, mission is and and how it helps people? Yeah sure um, so Deedbeads is a platform where we uh, match up young people with uh, volunteers in all sorts of industries and the concept of Deedbeads is um, we obviously realise that Again, there are so many young people who are so talented and, you know, have the potential to do so well. But unfortunately, they don't have the guidance um, to get that job or to to kind of like fix their CV or, or work on certain skills. And we realise that, you know, there is a gap in the market where we can actually, you know, match up young people with, you know, volunteers who are really eager to give back and help young people, you know, again, with their CV skills, um, interview skills, you know, even just kind of what do you wear to an interview? I think there are so many young people who don't even know what to wear. Um, you know, what sorts of questions sh- should you ask? What sort of skills do you need to develop? What sort of skills do you need to work on? Um, and, I mean, so far, it's it's been so amazing just, you know, seeing how far we've come. I mean, we only launched, um, you know, late last year, but we've helped so many young people already. And just seeing the impact of, of all the help we've done has been so fulfilling and so amazing. And, and you know, this is what keeps me up at night. It's, it's what gives me so much, you know, energy and drive, knowing that, you know, we've had an impact on, you know, young people. And um, I think, you know especially in the industry, we take so much for granted, you know, um, in regards to like, you know, interviewing and uh, what certain skills. And I think the fact that we can give back and help other young people is is amazing. And I think the impact on these young people um, has been phenomenal, to, has been phenomenal, phenomenal to like just seeing how far they've come, you know, and applying to jobs. And even in the industry, I think there are so many young people who are applying to jobs, but because they don't have certain skills, they might not get it. However, DBs has come in to fill that gap and, and, and help them. Yeah, I love this. And I think for me, I know I've met a lot of people across the industry who are keen, uh, you know, very willing to give their time to help people. They just don't know where and how. And DBs kind of, you know, almost does that administrative piece for them of, of pairing people up with individuals who are going to value and gain a lot from their time um so if anyone's listening to this and you're looking at ways that you can help young people get into the the market i think dbs is is probably the the you know the, probably the best way at the moment in terms of you can go to them and say uh you know i'm willing to mentor one person on a regular basis or maybe i'm just willing to just do ad hoc conversations as and when depending on my diary so they're very flexible to fit around what capacity people have got and if they know what your capacity is, then they can do that matchmaking process for you. Yeah, definitely. I think even on the matchmaking, like we try and, you know, pair up people who we think will suit, who we think will get on. So, you know, a lot of work goes behind the scenes. And yeah, like you said, it's very flexible. You know, um, it, it, you know, it doesn't have to be re- recurring. It can be just one hour. It can be multiple sessions. As a young person, you can talk to multiple people about different things. So, um yeah, I mean, it's and and it's free. So, you know, why not? Why not use it? Why not, you know, you know, just 
allow yourself to develop and grow. And I think with DBs, you know, we've got so many amazing volunteers who are willing to give their time up um, to, to help you make that next move. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, and um, some of the other initiatives we've got going on, uh, Lil, I think, has been around for a little while now. Um, so hopefully a lot of people are, are aware of it. So Lil being London Insurance Life. Um, and, and they're doing a lot of uh, events going out to... Uh, schools universities and um, ambassadors sign up from the market usually people who are in their kind of first role to go out and speak to those students and we can kind of have a representation as an industry rather than just one organization at a time yeah definitely so I'm I've been involved involved with Lil for I think over two years now um so being able to again go out to schools and universities and just speak to young people has been amazing um, again, because, you know, the insurance sector, you know, it, it, it's difficult, again, because not many people know about it. So the fact that we can go out and speak to people and, you know, let them know what we do, um, the different roles in the industry has been, you know, again, amazing. Um, and I guess for me, it's just kind of seeing that process of actually meeting people and then knowing that, you know, they've applied to roles, whereas, you know, had we not you know, um, spoken to them, they would have never known or never would have applied to to the industry. So it's been very cool just speaking to young people and seeing, you know, how they how they've um, progressed and how far they've come. And I know definitely a few individuals who have gotten jobs just from speaking to them. Um, so yeah, it's been really really cool. And I think yeah, um, just with Lil, there are so many other initiatives and programs where you know we try and speak to young people. Um, and now I guess it's online, but it's still so impactful to attend these sessions because, you know, again, as I said, as I said earlier, I think there is a role for everyone. Um, and just doing your research and speaking to, to um, you know, individuals, learning about the company cultures. I think there are so many companies that have such amazing cultures. And I think that's a really important um, kind of like um, aspect when you should look for a role and I think within the industry like we've come such a long way um, there are so many initiatives so many programs you can get involved in and one thing I love is that um, there are so many opportunities that I get involved in not just you know with attracting new talent even on the tech side and there are so many skills that I'm learning which I know are going to be so useful for my career and my development and um, I can remember it was probably four five probably five years ago now I went through the recruitment process for um, our school leaver scheme when I was at Liberty uh, and we always asked people, you know, where they heard about the role and one of the people we offered a role to had come about through Instagram uh, for, because of Lil's page and it was very exciting for me because it was the first time we kind of see the process completely come all the way through to someone being an alpha stage who might not have never heard about your role if it wasn't for an Instagram page, which gives so much more reach, I think, to, to what we're looking for. Um, and I think for so into insurance is something uh, we roll out with um, support from the Westfield Company of Insurers um, Charitable Trust. And I know that's something you get involved in as well. You come along on our networking session and a lot of our alumni end up moving across onto deep beads as well. And we've had some great success stories there. I think for me, I kind of seen more and more awareness sometimes coming up at these jobs, but there's still, um, sort of like you mentioned, a gap in, in knowledge for some people, you know, not knowing what to wear to an interview, what to prepare, what kind of questions you asked, and just feeling really nervous because maybe they just can't see themselves in, in that kind of opportunity. So um, inter-insurance is a program for anyone who really wants to kind of do a bit of training to talk about insurance courses, 
um, sorry, insurance information and interview skills, confidence skills, resilience. And we do a little bit of networking as well with um, people across the industry to open up awareness of different careers and um, different routes in and, and help their network as well, which is something that you are a regular supporter of. Um, and, and I continue to support people as they come off from that to DBs as well. So I feel kind of, I feel personally uh, quite proud of where the insurance industry is with this as well. Um, and obviously I, I do a lot at the moment uh, around universities and partnering with universities too. So I, I feel like we are got, we've got lots of different initiatives going off in lots of different directions. Um, and that awareness is hopefully starting to grow. And, and a lot of these initiatives as well are quite lined up. So you can come in, you can find out about it through Lil or through the CII, then come along to um, Interinsurance and then come along um, and sign on to, to DBEADS afterwards as well. And um, ACIN are doing huge amounts. Um, they, they're great at publicising jobs and also these kind of opportunities out and having a presence at university as well. So so I think we've got a long way to go, but I do think it's it's good now where we are. I do like it um, compared to where it was when I... I first started insurance, um, like you, I knew nothing about insurance. In fact, you probably, you would have had a much better awareness than me because you at least had the talk from the broker. I went into my first interview having no understanding what Lloyd's was um, uh, and managing to memorise enough words off the uh, website to make it sound like I did, but I really didn't. I didn't have a clue at all. It probably took me about three months till I really understood um, what the insurance industry was all about. But then once I knew about it, I was almost a little bit sort of, I don't know, frustrated, bitter, really, that no one had told me about it. And it's like, I found this by chance. Like, how would I, how did I not get a chance to hear about this through, um, you know, any of my studies, any of my career advice, even, you know, I did a HR degree, so lots of business modules in there, no mention of the insurance market. You know, so uh, you can kind of just so easily miss it. And um, I refer to it as London's best kept secret. Uh, although I don't like the fact it's a secret. We speak about it a lot, but I really feel like, you know, it is a little gem in terms of careers, um, especially a lot of young people are looking for travel. You know, there's not that many careers where you get as much travel as you do um, in the insurance market so early on, um, as well as, like you say, the culture, the work-life balance, everything, I think, for me, is positioned quite well for city careers. Um, so I, I, I hope bit by bit more people are going to be finding out about it. Um, and as you know, I'm on TikTok now with this, <laughs> which I'm finding... Um, yeah, it's brilliant because it's it, it kind of came about by by accident a little bit because um, I just find TikTok quite fun, uh, and then I ended up doing a couple of couple of posts around giving grads advice and um, ended up with uh, sort of several thousand followers of graduates um, or students who were looking for their first job, and it it's just brilliant for me because. I tried career fairs, I tried all of these different events and kind of often sort of left a little bit disheartened that um, people just wouldn't turn up when it was insurance. They just weren't interested to begin with and we were trying to compete our events or our career fair stands against brands that they knew and more and more interested in. Um, whereas with TikTok, the reach is fantastic, you know, and I think I've probably got about eight people on our next inter-insurance programme who have come about through TikTok. Um, which if you told me that four months ago, I would have like laughed and cringed at the idea of it. But but now it's brilliant. Um, it's a really good resource, I think, to, to help people and get information out to people who, who are looking for it. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I think TikTok is such an amazing platform. Um, there are so many young people in there and it's amazing that you're able to, to raise awareness on insurance. I mean, I, like, I use TikTok and when I normally go on TikTok, I don't see many videos um, that are, you know, very useful and seeing you on there and seeing how well you're doing has been amazing. And I think, you know, with your videos, they're just so impactful. I mean, they're short and I think that's what's so great about it. But, you know, you know as someone who is in the industry... There's so much I've learned from your videos. Um, so I'd really highly recommend, yeah, young people to, to check you out. And I hope that, well, I know you'll grow. Um, there's so much demand out there. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing your, your future videos. Oh, I love, it's my fun time. It is. It's literally my evening hobby is making TikToks <laughs> at the moment. It, it's, um, yeah, it, it, it's such a positive platform, I think, as well. Um, so it's a really nice place to be with it. So with your friends now at university, yeah. have you got any of them who maybe kind of had their head turned towards insurance? Do you think any of them are looking at getting into the industry based on what you've said about it? Yeah, so um, whenever there are opportunities, I do send it to my friends. Um, and I think, you know, when I first started, I, I did an internship. And I think, you know, by doing an internship, you can learn so much. You will know whether, you know, this industry is for you or not. So I think my advice would probably be look out for internships. You know, they're normally, you know, six weeks long, six to eight weeks long. So I think it's so important. And in that short space of time, you will know if you like it or not, which I'm sure you'll probably love and you'd want to stay. So it's, you know, make sure you go and um, while well, you follow um, pages like ACIN, like Lil, um, which promote these sorts of roles, but it's also really important to look out for companies, go on their websites, and um, you know if there are any, any graduate programs as well. You know they normally advertise it on their social media. I think you know, especially you know, um, in today's age, so many companies are using their social media platforms more. So it's really important to just follow their LinkedIn pages and see you know what they're posting, what's out there. Um, and I guess with my friends, um, yeah, it's just a lot easier because whenever I see something, I can just send it to them um, and also try and help them with the application processes. Um, but it's also really important to network, um, you know, search, literally just go on LinkedIn and search um, for people who work within this industry or within a certain role um, and just you know, ask them, you know, for, I don't know, like a, a 30 minute coffee break or, you know, again, you can use DBs um, and we can try and match you up with people within the industry if that works better for you. But it's just really, really important to do your research as well. And I think even with the Lloyd's market, there's just, it, it is very complex. And, you know, even after all this time, I don't know if I've quite got my head around it completely, but that's okay. I'm still learning. Um, but it's just so interesting. It's so, so interesting. And I think doing your research about the Lloyd's market, doing your research about the, the company, the role is so important um, and will help you um, kind of like, I guess it will, it will help you stand out. Um, and yeah, it's just really important to, I think, I'd say number one is probably networking um, and doing your research and, you know, trying to find someone who has been there, done that, um, and try and buddy up with them just to hear more about the role. Like I recently had um, a young person reach out to me um, as she was applying for an internship and just kind of like helping her through that process has been, it, it's been quite nice. Um, I mean, it's, it, it's crazy that, you know, there is just so much to it, you know, in regards to research and, um, even like just certain skills that you need and kind of like helping her through this process has been quite eye-opening for me um but I think if you have the drive um you'll be able to do it and we've talked kind of about 
what the students and young people can do what do you think the industry can do so say so there's lots of lots of initiatives going on but there's still a lot of opportunity I think to do more yeah I think you know there is definitely so much space um for what companies and individuals can do um I mean yes there are organizations that are actively promoting the industry but I think as companies we need to go out to these schools we need to go out to these universities and speak to people um and I think it's also important to have um outreach programs where you know I think I think it's all well and good you know talking to people about the different opportunities um and you know about the the industry but I think if there aren't many opportunities or if there aren't you know ways in which um companies can actually help students after they've come to a workshop or an open day it's just it's just a bit hard because they might be really eager and really interested but I think if there's no roles and no opportunities um then it's it doesn't really show the the full cycle um so it's really important to have roles um and 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 actively promote them and again talking to to young people and I think even social media there are so many young people on social media I think companies can use social media better and use it more um and just finding ways to to reach out to young people um and I think also if companies you know partner up with organizations you know like Lil um like DB's um like you know you even even your course I think it's so important because I think the more students we have on board it's you know it, it's easier to help them um you know whether that's teaching them about the industry and then ho- hopefully providing them with work experience or an internship or an apprenticeship or a graduate program or an entry level role I think there are so many roles um and like you said you know, the industry is a well-kept secret and not many young people know about it. If that, I think, you know, even as adults, I don't, you know, when I speak to my friends and people around me, um, no one really knows about it. So I think there are so many ways we can actively promote it. Um, And I think, you know, as individuals in companies, I think we do need to give up a bit more time. You know, it's, it's only literally an hour an hour or two, you know, every few months or a year, just giving up your time. Um, Like... Yes, you know, um, we we might all be very busy, but I think we can make the time to to give back um, and and speak to young people. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think, you know, it's it's about making time rather than finding time. I think uh, and coming up with realistic ideas of of how much time you can personally allocate to to what you're doing um, to help other people with it. Um, and. Uh, I I think the awareness piece is just huge. Something you know, you might see my TikTok on this, but if we think about how the media portrays insurance, it's always some really boring, um, hard sales to door kind of insurance salesman or um, some very cautious um, individual kind of character where they they kind of put them into that sort of section. So, for example, the Truman Show. So Truman was an insurance salesman because that was considered to be a very um, safe job to put Truman in so the media kind of puts us out there really as a, a, a quite a dull career option and I think um, we've got so much excitement you know even just the risks and and the uh, the impact we have over society the way that we can support things and and particularly kind of have impact over over ways to make the world a better place um, you know and that's not an understatement you know we need to this, this should be something that young people are aware of and they can kind of engage in and see that their career can have purpose within the insurance industry. I think that would be brilliant for it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I don't really feel like the media does a great job of promoting the industry. Um, but I think, again, doing your research and, um, you know, attending these webinars, attending workshops, seminars, so, so key, because it really gives you an insight of what working in the industry is really like and the different roles that are out there. And like you said earlier, like, there are so many benefits to working in the industry. It's not just, you know, um, the actual job but even working flexibly I think when we talk about other you know industries you know they really really you know just drain the life out of you just working nine to nine whereas I feel like within the insurance industry it's very flexible um you know normally a nine to five um and even you know even like the money is great just being flexible I think that is such a important um kind of aspect to young people it's it's honestly all around really really good there is so much room for development so much room for moving and trying new things and meeting people socializing like you said traveling and getting involved in activities um which is really really cool so yeah there are so many benefits to working in the there's industry there's one thing i'd like to see the industry do more of um and I've noticed this particularly on tiktok over the last couple of months i get so many requests for people who are looking for placement years um, they're really hard to find but actually as an employer I think there's a lot there's a lot in it you know you can take someone on a placement year the salary um you know like great pay them at least living wage but still in comparison that's that's quite a cheap headcount um to, to have someone doing you know a, a, a good job and that individual gets so much from it so I did a placement year at university and I learned so much not just kind of you know, administrative skills, but also just about myself and about being professional and um, how to go about sort of searching for a job in my final year. And uh, it's not something we kind of see across the industry very much. And I think that's a really kind of nice way that we could um, hopefully engage more students. I know headcount's always a very kind of uh, challenging topic, uh, but with placement students, they're always going to be a 12-month contract and, and that's it. And if they prove themselves, then, you know, you're by the time they come back there might be some job opportunities there for them as well so um it's something that I would just encourage if there's anyone looking actually how might I be able to help a young person out but I can't get a headcount to do it then placement students could could potentially be a way of of doing that without having to find a permanent resource um and help somebody and potentially they come in your organization later on potentially they go into the industry um but either way you know everybody wins out of that scenario yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I, I 100% agree. I think, you know, placements and, you know, I think a year, a year is, the, is you know, absolutely great, but it doesn't even have to be a year. It can literally be six months. It can be three months. It can be, you know, six weeks. It can, you know, I think just giving them that sort of experience is, is, is great. And I think, you know, with a lot of teams, you know, we always, um, require you know extra support extra help and I think you know giving that young person that time and 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 experience is so so invaluable to them and will really help them you know with their kind of like career trajectory and helping them with finding roles so I think you know it really benefits everyone um and I I just feel like more you know organizations need to kind of like actively promote more opportunities um you know because I think it's all you know well and great telling young people about the different roles in, in the sector but you know if there aren't many opportunities then it, it it's a bit it's a bit challenging um but yeah and I think you know 
when I look at my kind of circle, my family and friends, I genuinely don't know anyone who works in the industry um, apart from the friends that I've made in the industry. So it is crazy, um, you know, not being able to to share, you know, experiences with people around me. Um, but I, I really hope that changes and I really hope that there are more people who, you know, who join the industry from, you know, all sorts of different backgrounds. Um, and I think it's the industry so welcoming um and i agree there is so much work to do um especially within the diversity sector but we've come such a long way um but there is definitely something for everyone yeah excellent so final words for you hannah um i'm asking everyone at the end of every interview a piece of advice that they've either been given or they've um they, they provide to other people so what's one of your kind of top tips in terms of career advice that you would share with others um, I think for me, it would probably be, um, be bold and be curious. I think it's so important to be comfortable with the uncomfortable and try new things. Um, because when you try new things, that's the only way you'll, you know, develop and you'll grow, um, and open so many doors for you. Um, like even with me, I, I used to be very shy, I used to be a very shy person and, um, it's taken a, a long a long, it's been it's been a long road to get over it but I remember just forcing myself and just you know practicing in the mirror and um, pretending that I was talking to someone um because I used to suffer with you know uh you know anxiety and you know kind of like just you know going into my bubble so I think it's so important to do things that you don't like um and you know you never know you might enjoy it, you might love it um you might not but it's still important to try new things new experiences um and I think being curious will take you very far in life. Um, I think in life, you have to remember that you you have to keep learning. You can never stop learning um, and just being very open to opportunities um, and saying yes, saying yes to things is, is so key. And even looking for opportunities is so important as well. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'd say my my advice would definitely be be bold and have a curious mind. Oh, excellent. I like that. So outside your comfort zone and and trying things that scare you. Brilliant. All right, well, thank you so much for your time today. Um, and if anyone wants to get in touch with you, I'll direct them to your LinkedIn page. That's probably the best place to find you. Um, and I'll link in uh, the information as well for all of the organisations we've mentioned today. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me.